0: Welcome to the Unboxable Podcast. I'm Elena Turley, your host. I founded the Soul Mama Hub, which is a connected community and membership, helping mothers go from burnt out, stressed out, desperately needing a minute for themselves, to relaxed, full of joy, and with the energy to show up as the best mum possible. This is where we rediscover ourselves, find meaning, and nourish our body, mind, and soul. I'm so excited to share this episode with you, me and my lovely darling friend Dante Amato discuss things like loosening the grip on the stories that hold you back, busting through resistance and retiring your inner child with love and healing so you can live a fully experienced life. Please enjoy. I am extremely excited to have with me today a lovely and dear friend, a new friend, Dante Amato. Welcome.
1: Hi, darling girl.
0: Thank you for having me. Hi, such a pleasure. I love getting women on the podcast, especially women who I believe in as much as I believe in you and the work that you do, I believe is so important and so powerful so can you tell me a little bit about who you are where you are
1: what you do oh gosh okay so <laughs> it's big i always find it really difficult to put into a little short snippet oh, make about it short what i do hey yeah make it long long <laughs> I, is good um i'm a coach and mentor and i work with women to help them step into a fully expressed life and so that means healing trauma, taking ownership, becoming very self-aware, working on themselves, um, holding space for them to really shine a light on the parts of themselves that they don't enjoy and really just showing them that this isn't as good as it gets, like it gets better, you know, there's more. And that's what I'm here for. I just want, you know, if every woman could experience that next level of joy and excitement and fulfillment and realness of life. If I can have anything to do with that journey for them, then I'm, I'm here for it.
0: That's amazing. And whereabouts are you located Dante?
1: I am a new resident of the Northern rivers in New South Wales, right up on the border of Queensland. I'm pretty much smack bang in between Byron Bay and the Gold Coast. Mm. Um, We've been here for just under 18 months and before that we were residents of Melbourne for forever. We lived in Melbourne for 20 years, so we moved up here. uh, On a very, (laughs) a very soul aligned very quick decision actually kind of like we just pulled the rug out from underneath our entire lives. um, acted on a pure desire and instinct sold up everything and with no plan at all moved up here and life has just been incredible it's never felt this alive aligned centered grounded joyful fulfilling it's incredible
0: that is amazing and it shines through in everything you're creating at the moment i think and i think what i love most about what you said there is that you just jumped like that you just
1: decided okay we're going to do this thing and then off you went you know it felt kind of uh irresponsible you know from the outside i'm sure it looked slightly crazy to a lot of people (laughs) what do you mean what do you mean you know because life wasn't terrible you know Mm -hmm. like we hadn't hit rock bottom or anything we were enjoying um a very comfortable life but you know when the world went a bit mad and when the lockdown started there was just something in me that was like you got to get out of here you know and we we literally um you know like this massive decision was made in a matter of weeks so it was every cell in our body knew that it was right absolutely every part of my body was screaming that this was the right thing to do um but of course like every human um i was having the experience of my head my brain you know my safety net trying to give me all the reasons why it wasn't going to work but we just put our full trust in the universe and our ability to listen to our intuition firstly um and we just did it. And gosh, you know, when you throw things up to the universe and you're open to opportunities and you actually stop for a second to look around and see that the opportunities are actually always there, just a lot of the time we don't see them, um, it's amazing. It's amazing what can happen. It is, isn't it? And tell me how that had happened in other parts of your life. Like I know for
0: me when we – seems like whenever we decide – to move countries or move house or just make any big life decision for for me and my husband it seems to be that um we have a conversation and then the next day we're doing it like it's very lightning fast like you say it was always there Mm -hmm. and it just became a moment of us becoming aware that that was there for us for it to take hold and gain momentum and become real for us and i know even before i met my husband there were there were moments in my life where i had wanted a car for example like strange stories so i thought at one point i really need a car what sort of car would i like i would really like a secondhand vw golf literally the next day my brother rang me up and said oh my gosh my dad gave me a car i don't want it it was my stepdad And I was kind of not really in touch with my stepdad at that point. And and my brother rang up and said, he's given me this car. I really don't want it. We thought maybe you might want it. It's a secondhand VW Golf. And I was like, oh my God, like there's been moments in my life where that literally has happened and it wasn't deliberate. It was just an opening up to possibility and then things happening in kind of a coincidental way. But because I was tuned to notice and tuned to look for it, there it was you know and i don't really think about those processes as kind of magic i just think about them as we become aware of something and then we feel it we notice it and it happens like when you went to visit your new home and you felt it straight away you were like this is where we're meant to live
1: yeah, well, you know, I say to people all the time, some of the best decisions that I have ever made in my life have been the ones that have happened in a split second, right? right. The quickest ones, the quickest the, the quickest and biggest moves have always turned out to be the best ones for me. But this is the thing with, you know, becoming aware as well of these opportunities is I, you know, you know me, I'm very big on manifestation and the universal laws. And one of the most powerful, powerful, universal laws is the law of attraction and that basically states that you only ever call into your life the things that you are vibrationally matched to yes and so if you break that down to a really simple practice the things that you are thinking about is what you will get more of mm. whatever you are expecting to happen is what will happen there's a, so- kind of a specific kind of thinking Don't you think like it's not? Well, it's intentional. Right. It is intentional, yeah. It's not, you know, but at the same time, a lot of people think about all the things that are going wrong in their life, how much money they don't have, how much they hate the job that they don't want, Um, you know, if their relationships are suffering, all the things that are wrong with that person, you know, we tend to think about the things that are not helpful for us. Mm. Um, But having this awareness of you actually can control so much more of your life than what you're aware of. But, you know, also this word control, I don't even like that because really we are here just to be guided. We are constantly being guided. We actually don't have a lot of control over anything. Right, so So it's like a dance. Yeah, I think for me it was really like I know that if this feels good in my body, it is meant for me because it is impossible energetically and vibrationally to feel good about something that is not for your higher self and not for that next version of you for not something that's going to make your life better it is impossible physically impossible if it feels good in your body it is physically impossible for it to be not for you
0: this is so interesting so uh, in a, a different podcast episode I spoke to the most amazing woman her name is Kerry Howells and she is a researcher has been for 20 years in the social impact of gratitude And she talked about the way that the opposite of gratitude in her modality is resentment. And she said, when you are in resentment, you cannot be in gratitude. And when you are in gratitude, you cannot be in resentment. And it's a little bit similar to what you're saying, that there are certain ways that we can be or think or exist that are mutually exclusive to other ways. Yeah. So if we are caught up in the stuckness and caught up in thinking about, the thing i i mean i don't really have the words for this i know the feeling but like when we're caught up we're not open we're not accessing that infinite well of possibility that you're talking about and they kind of can't coexist
1: no and you know what i think um essentially this is the idea of alignment you know this is the idea of um ownership responsibility uh, not blame, you know, all of the things that help you get to the point where you can just be in alignment, which doesn't always mean easy. It's not without challenge. Right. But it's, it's a different energy to be in. And if you are seeking that, then you will get the things that will make you most happy and fulfilled. You know, there's a, there's so much to it. It's, it's understanding that you could potentially be chasing things in your life that you don't actually really want yes you know? yes. you can be trying to manifest things that aren't actually important to you but you think that these are the things that you should want yes. um it's staying in relationships that you know aren't serving you but you have fear about what that means like this gosh there's so much but i think it really is you know you asked me about making these big decisions i think it is feeling a sense of alignment and just trying to stay there as best mm. you can and that's just and, being yeah. aware being open.
0: Absolutely. And you and I both know, I think that and I hope I'm not speaking out of school here, but I think you and I both know that there are things that happen in our lives that are big, hairy, difficult, tragic things, right? And it's not to say that those things don't occur. And it's not to say that we won't have moments where we do fall into resentment and distress. And I'm not discounting any of those things by saying this, but we can heal from those things and I think that's where the component of your work that is around trauma healing comes in because until we heal those things which is different for everybody it's so personal in my opinion how we do that Mm. but until we are able to express all of those big hairy ugly difficult emotions and clear them and clear them and clear them and clear them until we're empty yeah then we can have the space for these things we're talking about
1: 100 right
0: and it doesn't always happen quickly that part oh, it gosh. might I, but I, it might not you know
1: i think I've, i think i've shared this with you that it was wasn't until i was 40 right that i was able to start unpacking and start the clearing you right. know i don't know if you're familiar with the term of, of like soul contract it's this uh this beautiful ideology that's thrown around that before we are incarnated into our bodies in this in this life that we have, we sign a soul contract that basically says that we are accepting and um, allowing all of the experiences that we're about to face in this life. We have already said, yeah, I'm up for that. The good, the bad, the traumatic, the wonderful, all of the things. Mm. Because for our soul's evolution, it is about just experiencing the yes. things, right? And so I think this is where when you're feeling a lot of resentment or struggle or resistance really coming back to that idea that life is actually just an experience you're meant to experience the highs you're meant to experience the lows and without the lows you can't be grateful for the highs you know i have healed now to a point where i look back on all of the very challenging experiences that i have faced in my life and i actually look back with gratitude now because they have been the reason that I can live so fully expressed now. I have experienced all the things, you know, I have felt deep sadness, deep trauma, deep loss, and I have felt absolute joy and gratitude and love. And, you know, for me, life is actually just about experiencing all of it. And we shouldn't stop ourselves from feeling it, you know, like feeling the emotion, feeling so many, so many women that come to work with me in my world try not to feel. You know, they try to to not be um, um, emotional, to try not to express that. It's something that's. Why just do you being, think that is? Why is oh that look? I think the minute that we're born and we start crying, we're being shushed. You know, sh- you shush your baby. Don't cry. Don't cry. Sh- 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 sh-. You know, like it starts really early. And through childhood, if we're being too noisy or we're having a tantrum or we're expressing ourselves, we're told to be quiet, to stop. Um, And I also think that we have been programmed to believe that emotions are either good or they're bad. So we only want to be proud of the good emotions. We only want to show those. And if we're feeling any of the the bad emotions like fear, anger, jealousy, resentment, frustration, uh, guilt... Those are bad emotions and you should not yeah. be proud of feeling those. Whereas I honestly believe that emotions are actually just that. There are some that we want to spend more time in, obviously, and there are some that we want to spend less time in, but n- none of them are bad. Fear and resentment and guilt and judgment, they're not bad emotions. They just are. And they're telling you something,
0: you they're know, the messengers, aren't they?
1: Yeah, absolutely. If you're yeah. feeling that, like, be curious about what, what that's about but i think to go back to your question we're just we're so worried about what other people are going to interpret these emotions as that we just decide not to even go there and without the emotion uh the energy in motion you know that's all emotion is energy in motion it's moving through your body if you don't allow it to come out somewhere it's just gonna be in there. Yeah. And you know, I say this all the time. It's gonna be knocking on your door forever <laughs> until yeah, yeah. you open the door and you let it out. Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> keep I'll tell you kinda bust I'll, out. Totally true. I'll tell you two stories around that. Well, two interlinked stories. I had a session with the most remarkable actually someone who's been on this podcast. His name's Chris Shelton and he's a Qigong master and he's a Qigong medical Qigong therapist. Wow. So he actually does sessions and I've done one. With him, and part of the session, especially online, is because he's in um, the Bay Area of San Francisco. He reads your face, which is an ancient art of face reading, where he can discover certain blockages in your chi through your body. So trapped emotion um, by looking at your face, and he instantly read heartbreak, and he said, "It's been there a long time." And I, and of course, the moment he said it, there was a space on the call you know and i said gosh people must cry a lot in your sessions and he said yeah all the time and he prescribed some really interesting treatments to do with traditional chinese medicine to clear heartbreak to bring those and it was to do with um, making sounds certain sounds with certain visualizations and cupping and taking herbs and that's really interesting and then Somebody else in another call, I have the best podcast calls. I get so much from them. Somebody else said to me, oh, yeah, you're really good with anger because I'm a martial artist. Like I'm good with moving anger around the room. But they were like, but you're not good at it in your real life. And I was, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I realized, yeah, that's true. I didn't learn how to appropriately express anger and there's a place for it not being appropriate at all but there's ways to do that safely for those around you like you don't have to yell and scream at your children you can yell and scream at a tree yeah or a pillow or you can rip pieces of paper up into tiny pieces or you can punch, punch punch a punching bag there's ways to identify when you feel angry and it needs expressing without it coming out sideways on the people around you
1: And And it's just so healthy to do, like, so healthy. I teach my kids when they're angry to go down and scream into their pillow and punch their back. Get it out. We've got boxing gloves in the garage. I'm like, let's go, guys. Gloves are on. Like, get it out. And I really egg them on. I'm like, come on, smash me. You know, like, let's. And I tell you, five minutes and it's done. It's done out of the body. They feel great. So
0: good. And I remember that also when I did some personal development work, this amazing program that I did and they were doing these exercises where they would say okay tell me about something that's really upset you now tell me more now tell me more and if you got angry they were like yes yeah, swear yell let it all out there's all these people in a room with like two facilitators sitting next to each one just egging them on just to get it moving you know yeah. And I remember thinking, this is revolutionary. <laughs> I've never, you know, I'd been to so many healing modalities and body work and but none of them had ever actually embraced the anger side of it. And I just, and I felt really strange and it felt really weird, but it was so good.
1: Well, it feels strange because we have been taught yeah. that it's not uh, appropriate, not nice, that we can't control our anger. Like it's some right. kind of, uh, we have some kind of filter that is not being applied. Like yeah it's like when, when you become aware of that especially as parents gosh it's incredible because it it changes everything it changes everything yeah. you, you, having fully expressed kids is actually a, such a great gift
0: it is and because, even in relationships sorry go yeah. on i cut you off because i was just
1: gonna say it was so different to the way that i was brought up you know yeah. i was literally child children should be seen and not heard you yeah. know yeah. and so to be able to watch a different way it's incredible
0: yeah amazing and I remember at the beginning of my relationship with my husband he hadn't been in loads of relationships before and he had some stuff you know he had some stuff going on and I remember because I'd just done this personal development work and I was pretty cleared out you know I was pretty Mm -hmm. in the space of I can hold a space for whatever's going on for you without taking it personally so he would say all kinds of outlandish things you know as he was going into our relationship and was confronting like he was younger I had a child there was lots there's lots of levels and he would say things like oh I just feel like blah 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 and it would be something really outlandish and I'd be like okay yeah cool tell me more about that and he was just kind of like how did that not upset you I've never met anyone who can just listen to me say things without attaching meaning for them and that ability that ability to actually hear somebody and receive something that they are saying out loud without it being personal absolutely incredible like it will transform our world it's something I teach a lot of Mm. inside the academy that I run the membership and it's a really big one for kids for partners for just people in the world Mm. you know like if someone on a customer's customer call you know like in a call center is being really rude I think in the past I would have given it right back to them and hung up and like really, you know. And now I often just say, wow, you sound quite upset. Are you okay? Are you having a bad day? And it's genuine, like it's not sarcastic, you know. And they can feel that and often they'd say, oh, no, no, I'm fine. And it just makes them realize that something was coming out in a way that they weren't aware of and that I wasn't going to take it on, but I was giving them the space to let it out. Mm. And it's really unusual that kind of unconditional acceptance of people as they are
1: you know well it allows them to become self aware and right. that's the key right yeah yeah they they become aware that it's not yours it's theirs yes <laughs> that can sometimes be the little light bulb that switches on
0: yeah it's yeah. fascinating so tell me more about how you use that i guess in your day to day so in your work how do you do that in your sessions in your what you offer?
1: I think really it is this beginning journey of self-awareness, you know, ownership and really coming to the point where you are open to being responsible for absolutely everything that you are and that you have and that it is no one else's responsibility firstly to do anything, say anything, fix anything. Um, It's about stopping the blame, stopping the stories, and coming to the point where you're like okay i am ready i'm ready to change i'm ready to look at the parts of myself that i'm not proud of i'm ready to take ownership of the parts of me that are no longer serving me and it really is like people become aware that they've been holding on to stories that don't even belong to them you know someone else has somehow imprinted this story on them um, or limiting beliefs or things that they've heard in childhood that they have actually Um, created a a story about like, it's not real. It's a, it's a perspective really. And it starts there. It starts there with everyone. It doesn't matter what brings the women into my world. It always starts with self-awareness. It's not about no one else. I I, I almost say, I don't want to hear about anyone else. I don't want to hear about what people are doing to you, what they're saying about you, what they've done to you, how they're making you feel. Yeah. Let's talk about you and where is this coming from?
0: Tell me something about resistance. Like I know the other day I was in a phone call with a really dear friend and it was a two hour phone call. She was basically doing a session with me. She's a powerful healer herself. And during that session, she was saying something to me and energetically I was saying no. I I didn't. And she knew I needed it. And because we're close, she was pushing me to take it. And and so I started to feel this like physical resistance. I started to get like a tummy ache and then my head was saying, you're hungry, you need to get off this phone call and go eat something. You know, you've been sitting at your desk for six hours, like just go and – And so I said to her, I'm sorry, babe, I've really got to go. Like, I've got to really, she's like, yeah, whatever. Like, you're not going anywhere. And I said, no, no, I've really got to go. I'm hungry. You don't understand. Like, and we'd been on the phone like an hour and a half at this point. So I was like, in my head, I'm like, she's going on and on. I have to get off this phone call. You know, my head was just no. And we got through it because she just kept not allowing me to dodge. She just kept saying, no, no, you're not going anywhere. Mm. You have to hear this. You have to get this to move forward. And sure enough, after about 10 minutes of me saying, I'm hungry, I've got to get off this phone call, (laughs) we got through it. And then I stayed on the call for another half an hour and we had this huge breakthrough and it was remarkable. So how does that show up in your work, that sort of resistance? What do you see?
1: Oh, well, I always say, how much truth can you handle about yourself? (laughs) Because once you've answered that, you'll know the extent of which you are capable of growing. The resistance comes from your safety mechanisms wanting to kick in.
0: Right. The keeping you, to keep you small and keep you in the comfort zone and keep you, yeah.
1: Yeah. And so the thing is not even to keep you small. So the way the brain works is that it just wants to keep you safe and safety to your brain is what's familiar. Yes. Now what's familiar is what's always happened. So, So like, if you look at that, that's not always what's good for you. Right. So why it's so hard to like break the pattern to, to identify the behavior because our brain is actually comfortable with that. Yeah. So the second that your brain's like, oh, this doesn't feel familiar. All of the alarm bells will start going off. Don't do that. That's not a good idea. This doesn't feel safe Oh, don't do that. Tummy ache. All the reasons to leave the call the sweats yeah. the headache the dizzy can't focus this is your brain's way of keeping you familiar
0: and it's a really good sign that you right. are moving in the right direction yeah because you are challenging your reality 100%. and the other part of that too that i love is so I often i often ask the women i work with is the question i ask is are, are, are you willing what how willing are you to make change in your life and are you willing to do whatever it takes mm. are you really willing to do whatever it takes and that that willingness part is something that can't be given it can't be taught it, it comes from deep within you mm. and you know when it's there or well, you wouldn't be doing the things mm-hmm. that we offer you know you wouldn't be responding to those offers mm. but it's such a fantastic part of that transition
1: 100 percent. that you know the programming that- The programming that we hold as adults, as grown adults, it has taken a lifetime for it to get there. And so we can't possibly expect that to go in a conversation in a couple of weeks with a mentor in a program. You know, it is decades of the same thought and the same belief over and over and over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: We're literally starting from scratch. We're trying to build a pathway Mm. through a dense forest yes you know like brick by brick we can't just walk walk a new path there's no path there yes we're having to like recreate it and so that resistance again it's about awareness this 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 resistance is a good thing and and allowing yourself to let go I, I say to my clients all the time just loosen the grip a little bit yeah. you don't have to you don't have to throw yourself out into the universe with no parachute yes. just loosen the grip right we're going to go from white knuckles yes just closed fist
0: oh that's beautiful a little bit i love a that bit, a little bit i often talk about um you know when we start to make change we feel like we need to change everything all at once and actually we don't we just
1: need no. to take that
0: little next right step
1: and do that you know, little step yeah do you know actually um I don't like to use science a lot, but it is scientifically proven. Science is good. <laughs> science, science, science is great. It's another tool
0: in the toolbox. That's yes. all it is. Yeah.
1: Science says that if you are experiencing too much change, uh, too much change, in fact, yeah, you, you shut you should, down. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. It's really important to know when it's too much. So if yeah. your nervous system is going, this is too much, this is too much, that's yeah. okay too. Slow down. Yeah, that's okay too. So I'm really, I love that you felt that and you you stuck around, but that also could have just been at like at that upper limit of. Yeah, that's um, enough it today. could potentially be too much today. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And it's only because she's a trusted friend and someone who knows me. you know like i don't think a therapist
1: would have you know necessarily Mm. done this
0: and we were working very much in an energy sense we weren't working in a therapy trauma healing type sense which is a different thing right so i think it's so fascinating talking to you about this i love it dante thank you and there's so much we could talk about for like a million years but what i would love to hear from you and i would definitely love to have you back so we can talk some more another time part two dante (laughs) Mato. but um What I was just thinking about was without breaching any privacy, of course, is there any way you could tell me perhaps one of the favourite, even if you um, change a few details to make it private, one of the favourite results that you've seen occur in a customer that you've worked with, in a client that you've worked with, that shows this transition that we're talking about? Give me an example.
1: Yeah, and straight away I have a a client that has come to mind and um, I actually don't think I will ever forget what it was like to stand beside her as as this process happened for her so she came to me she's quite young early 20s um with a small child and had grown up in a very traditional asian family yeah um had been uh there was a lot of obligation in her life we'll put it that way and she had all of her decisions to this point had been for her mother her brother for her relationship um she had no idea of what it felt like to lead her own life
0: Mm, that's huge culturally yeah
1: yeah um and honestly the first three four five calls um you know over the first month or so were literally just crying and crying and crying for her like really allowing herself to look back on her childhood and know that was it was okay to feel sad about what she'd experienced um and to to own that and to not just be like no no well i turned out fine so it's fine right this that's very common yes to actually go back connect with your inner child and have love and sympathy and hear her right so that she can she can tell you all the ways that she's been trying to keep you safe to this point you know allowing her to retire and let you live your life um we we really did a lot of work on her getting to know herself as her own identity and not just one as a daughter or as a sister um or as a child like who she is and what she wants for her family anyway she went from working in a job that she hated um in a very regional part of australia um with a very very loving partner but the partnership was filled with um disharmony you know yeah because she was very defensive all the time because of the way that she'd been brought up and we only worked together for three months and in that three months she completely turned her relationship around learned some beautiful communication skills quit her job moved to the coast which is what she wanted to do is loving her work and she messages me often actually and she says i talk about my life before dante and after oh, dante that gives me And chills. She's like, that's amazing you know it's just um it's such an honor but it's yeah. not i don't i don't do the work the work for me is not hard they they do the hard work but it really is a moment just to be grateful for women who show up and are willing like you say you know yes, they're willing yes. and they know it's going to be hard yeah. And they know it's gonna be uncomfortable. Sure. And maybe people won't get it.
0: Yes. You know? Which yes. is
1: also okay.
0: And you never know when they might get it later on. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're planting seeds, you're not you're not seeing the tree grow straight away. Like mm.
1: when know. I look at her, when I, I got on the last call with her and she looked different to what um, she did yeah. three months ago. Those, you those know, changes, have you noticed? I'm sure you've noticed yep. that. I've seen it. Yep. Yeah, the face changes, the posture changes, yeah, it's the tone amazing. of her voice had changed. Um, and, you know, happy to report that she is actually just living her best life ever um, currently. <laughs> so it's, um, it's hard sometimes to articulate the kind of transformation that happens because before you know how good it can be you don't know how good it can be and it's experiential
0: like Mm. i've always said learning the deepest learning is an experience yeah it's not something that can be encapsulated in words or
1: you know it's something you need to experience yeah it really is and just you know if i could leave any kind of inspiration with your listeners it would be if there is a part of you that feels like there could be more yeah than there is that's right yeah then there is and and go get 100%. it like do whatever it takes to get that because it's your soul messaging you you know absolutely. like trying to wake you up girlfriend absolutely this is not all there is <laughs> yeah heed i
0: call it heeding the call yeah you got to heed the call of that little inner voice yeah that's really the way that it feels to me. Oh, I love what you're saying. I get so juiced up hearing stories like that. I'm just like, oh my God, it's so cool that we get to do this work. It really Because we is. kind of do similar work. We do it quite differently, but we mm-hmm. kind of go in for the same kind of directional kind of stuff energetically, you know, and I mean, I'm flattering myself saying that now, but <laughs> I feel, I feel like we, we do, that, we want that for our people. How good know? is that, huh? Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So um, thank you for being here today, Dante. It's a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I'm going to put lots of links and, you know, ways that people can find you in the show notes. But Dante Amato, D-A-N-T-E-A-M-A-T-O is how you find her. And uh, this is my beautiful friend, Dante. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, beautiful. Thank you. Bye, everybody.
0: If you have enjoyed this podcast that I produce and release for free, Please like, share, subscribe and follow me on Instagram at SoulMamaHub.